This is Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, live from the Whit Sunday Sailing Club for the 25th anniversary Vision Surveys Early Beach Race Week. And on the mic, in person, we have Twizzle, Twirler, Darren Twirler Jones, <laughs> shaking his head at me. How are you going? I'm very good. I think you meant Drizzle. Drizzle? Yeah. It's not been the best day, has it? Shocking day. Although that didn't really disappoint you guys, because Patrice wrapped this one up a day early. We did, and uh, well, two days early actually. But yeah, we did, and it's decided today with the breeze forecast and get the boat packed up, ready to go back to Sydney. We take the day off. How amazing! Well, and yeah, definitely the picket fence. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, awesome. And in IRC, and it was still a challenging regatta. I mean, while it looks while it looks like it was not that hard fought because you were just so dominating, it was. What do you think? Yeah, like I mean, there was definitely a lot of competition there that went mm. deep through all the boats. Um, I mean, the two groups of fifties are well sailed. Obviously, one has just come off the back of winning Sydney Hobart race. Yeah, big twelve. Uh, Matt Allen's uh, Ichiban team's you know, star star. Mm. Um, they're probably at the same stage as us, it's just if we go to both relevant and whatnot. But uh, it was just one of those events for us that we you know, came up here, we had two good races in South Gorton and uh, the Brisbane Kemble race. Indeed, you did. And then came up here with some good training beforehand and it all just fell into place. How amazing. Now, I think I caught up with you via phone on the morning of the Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast race. And looking back, you, you are correct in both those races in Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast and also Brisbane Keppel, Patrice was leading overall at different stages, which um, you spoke to me on that morning and said that you were hoping that you could at least show glimmers of potential. Yeah, I, I think uh, that the, the boat's definitely come along mm. and the potential was definitely shown. Um, we have probably had a good two hour plus lead yeah. uh, on the second afternoon with just that night to sail and probably more a tactical error um, that we stay in one particular spot on the course and not another and um, the way it all panned out and we lost all that time and plus a lot more. Plus a lot more <laughs> but then I think that you wanted to show glimmers of potential in those races and you did and then yeah. at this regatta you've shown what you're capable of. Yeah, for so. sure. Yeah, 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 definitely for sure. I think uh, the boat's probably a little bit more set up at the moment for mm. doing the Wimbledon short course island style racing. And I think if you look back over the history of the boat since uh, Geelong yeah. and then through Port Stephens and Newcastle, you know, that's where we've really shone. Yeah. Um, so it's not far off, and I'm sure by the time we get back to Sydney, we're going to be able to bring the results home in the long race. How amazing. Now, I was going to ask you, so the boat's heading back to Sydney, and then what's on the program for Patrice leading into Hobart? Because I think that that's where we're headed now. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, there's four races, I think, between now and, and Sydney Hobart, which, which um, is the combination of point scores together, which Tony's got his eye on. Perfect. Um, so it's Flinders Island, a 90-mile race in September. Mm-hmm. I think October's uh, a 300-mile Montague Island race. Mm-hmm. Uh, November is... Cabbage Trio race, 180 miles. Yeah, that one's a challenge. <laughs> and then December, there's another one. I can't remember where it goes. But um, yeah, there's another one. Round something and back yeah, again. Round something on somewhere like Sydney. Uh, and back again. They're so the ones that hurt. That's what we'll do. And we'll throw in a couple of women's world regattas in uh, November, maybe a little hubby or club, and then out of um, the CYCA in uh, December, leading into the Hobart race. Mm. Um, yeah, and so hopefully by all that, like our goal is to pretty much have the boat ready to go to Hobart by, say, early. And have a set up for ocean racing as opposed to around the cans. A lot of people have well, commented here mm. that your boat handling has been really great. 
What are your thoughts? Yeah, no, it has, it has, it has, it has, it has been really good. You know, we, we've spent a lot of time training and, you know, we've changed a few people around and, and odds and sides since, uh, since this whole program started, say, last January or so. Mm -hmm. um, and it's really come together well, you know, and I think just putting in the time and being here early and doing the racing and, and, and whatnot and keeping the same team together, you know, that's always going to pay dividends. And Tony's been good enough to supply us with all the tools we need. And, yeah, when that all sort of goes to plan, then um, you know you come out on top. Yeah, it really is. I mean, sailing is all about taking it to another level, and sometimes you, when you get to the top, it is about taking your equipment to the next level as well. And the boat is looking very schmick, I have to say. Yeah, no, the boat's in good shape. There, there is a lot more to go, and probably more so just to turn it into that yeah. offshore mode. But uh, you know, we'll be able to compete in both, and I, I think we'll be able to compete in the offshore level, you know, as well as we do in the, in the short course level. Come another month or something. How exciting. It's, it's going to be very exciting. <laughs> I, don't yeah. know, I don't know if I can get excited about the pilot race. Yeah, no, I was wondering. I was going to say, when you get out those heads, you might have a little minute of... Yeah. <laughs> no, it is exciting looking forward to it. You know, I think that, um, you know, you can never, you can never just sort of dot enough eyes or cross enough T's for the Sydney Hobart race. Mm. You can never be far enough in front come Tasman Island. There's never enough that you can do to try and assure yourself um, an opportunity to, yeah. to be there come the last, uh, you know, 50 or 100 miles. How exciting! So it's a long list of stuff to try and get done, but um, yeah, it's going on well at the moment. Oh, and that feel—I I just know that feeling when you head out of the heads. You need to know that you've done everything you possibly can before you go, before yeah. you head south. Well, that must just feel awful. Well, for me, I can't even think about it. It's so nervous. Yeah. It's, 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 oh. uh, it's an incredible race, you know. I've done. Transpacks and Bermuda races and all sorts all over the world. Every time doing the Hobart race, it just turns my stomach. There's helicopters and people and publicity. Yeah. The, the harbour's chock a block, and you know, all you want to do is go, wow, it's amazing. Yeah, but you can't you get a lucky. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But what is it about? I mean, we're here in Ely and it's just a beautiful place. What is it that keeps you coming back to this regatta? Yeah, I love Ely. I've done like probably. Um, I don't know, maybe six to eight mm -hmm. um, race weeks, maybe more. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think it's exciting. Like I just love the, the challenge of all the round the around the uh, island races. Yeah. You know? And I think the tidal effect here Ooh. seems somewhat a little bit uh, more um, strategical <laughs> in your boat placement versus um, you know other regattas up here. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, they throw in a few wind fluids, which is in a beautiful bay, um, where the tide sort of seems fairly similar across the course from left to right. So, you know, you get to play, you know, a tactical wind uh, call race, whereas in the uh, island races, you know, you sort of play current, current and, uh, and, and positioning around islands. So it's a, it's a great combination. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's a great atmosphere, a little more laid back. And, you know, <laughs> It's quite nice, I love it. It must have suited you because the team has done very well, but next you're heading to Hamo for a different style of racing. Yeah, <laughs> completely different style. <laughs> I was just thinking about that today, I was adding up the, uh, the you know, racing in the cruising division, but uh, I was adding up the entries in there and there's like 87 entries or something Holy in the cruising moly. division. It could be the most competitive division. I oh, know, I said, I said, how many divisions are you going to split this up into? There's a lot of boats. Wow. But yeah, that'll be exciting. But it will be different, but you know, it's just another, uh, another uh, same sort of intensity, just at a different level. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Toilo. It's always great to have you on the show, one of my regulars. Thank you.
you so much. No worries at all. We're going to go to a little break, guys. This is Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, live from the Whit Sunday Sailing Club for the 25th Anniversary Vision Surveys, Early Beach Race Week.